So have you gotten some sleep? Yeah. You managed to get any sleep? <laughs> yeah, it, it hadn't been too bad. I, um, unfortunately, um, you know, I, I got home Wednesday and, and powered through like a trooper. Uh, I woke up Thursday morning with what seemed like uh, flu symptoms. Um, oh, no. Yeah. No, I I barely moved all day Thursday and Friday. Um, tons of NyQuil, though. So I have slept like a champ. Um, <laughs> feeling much better. Um, you know, felt felt a lot better yesterday morning. Um, feel a good bit better today. Just you know, a little groggy. Uh, all the the only thing that's left is mostly um, congestion. So uh, the fever is gone. I have <laughs> I've gotten to go. I had to take two days away, which sucked. I couldn't couldn't go to the hospital with flu like symptoms. So right. But uh, yeah, left the door open for me to catch up on all of our favorite pastime, professional <laughs> wrestling slash sports entertainment. Well, yeah. What did you watch? What did you catch up on? I've watched everything. Uh, the only <laughs> thing the only thing right now that I have not watched is uh, last night's Turning Point event. Um, and I'll probably get through most of it here shortly. Uh, since I'm feeling better, I am going to try to exercise today so that it give me something to watch. Um, watched, uh, I've seen Raw, NXT, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite <laughs> Rampage, uh, caught little bits of Impact's uh, Twitch from this week. Didn't see much mm-hmm. of anything that mattered. Um, mostly just, you know, teaser set up for the pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, all caught up. So let's, uh, let's do this thing. Well, I guess let's just say any any highlights that kind of jumped out at you because we're really going to talk about Survivor Series, which is a little bit later today. Uh, anything kind of jumped out on all the all the wrestling that you watched this week? You know, I, I really wish I, I could I could point directly to uh, the wrestling itself. Um, but truthfully, uh, I got I got to talk about the the ever ever growing elephant in the room. It is the fact that. We have we've cut yet again from the WWE roster. Um, everything that happened this week to me was completely overshadowed by the fact that John Morrison was brought back, turned into a comedy act where he squirted people with water guns, disappeared to, I, I assume, catering when the Miz got hurt and left to do Dancing with the Stars and has now been cut um, alongside his wife, who was also cut, um, completely baffled by why you why you bring up all of Hit Row to two weeks later cut them because I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's a pay raise that goes along with coming to the yeah. main roster. Um, so now you've got 90 days of paying them more than you would have. You could have just cut them in NXT and they'd have had a 30 day lower pay non-compete. Um, just, just baffled, continue to be baffled. Um, and I, I cannot wait for uh, Johnny dynamite to appear on TBS in January, <laughs> February, whenever it finally <laughs> happens. Uh, I, I hope just, just start putting belts on him in every promotion that exists just to remind them. I um, hope he doesn't actually sign. I hope he just uh, 
um, just you know forbidden door and he appears everywhere. But yeah. he does his his naming uh, thing where so he's Johnny Impact, he's Johnny Rampage, he's uh, he's I Johnny just, Dynamite, Johnny Japan sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh, you know there was there was some good uh, you know it's it's Roman and and Xavier Woods working together and they've been they've yeah. been doing good good for a while now. Um, you know Roman still kills it, so it. As much as I want to say, you know, that enough is enough. I'm going to stop watching. I, I, I don't know where the where the line is. Um, yeah, because I don't want to stop watching all the good that Roman's doing. I don't want to stop watching the the bits and pieces of Raw that I get that are enjoyable. You know, I, I, I do. I love to see what what they're doing with Bobby Lashley each week. Like he's wildly entertaining to me now. And I love that it 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 is um, RK bro. I still love them. Um, and then I'm not that until one of these release lists has Champa's name on it. I'm not going to stop watching NXT. It's <laughs> like it, it, it hurts to do it because I know it's super shitty. Um, yeah, the way they're the way they're doing all these people, but I I that's what I, I'm I'm troubled trying to find that fine line of when do when is enough enough that you know I need to just quit watching it. Um, is it when they sell it to like a real estate conglomerate like the Braves did with yeah. when AOL made Ted Turner sell it? Uh, is, is that the moment that I, I finally like, you know, I, I'm out. I'm out. To, let me know in a decade when you're ready to win a World Series. But until then, I'm I'm out of here. Or Man, shit, so, no, that's like 22 years. Yeah. But, so uh, my my question is, so someone like Johnny Gargano, who that's coming up, his his contract ends here in the next month. I, I think we know what, what Kevin Owens is doing. It, it seems kind of obvious the way they're he's even posted stuff that basically imply that he's going to go join uh, his friends over at AEW. Um, but someone like Gargano is an interesting situation. I, I do think someone like somewhere like impact would, or I'm sorry, impact um, AEW would definitely want to use them. He definitely has history with the bucks uh, as does his wife. Um, you know, that brutal tag team match he has with, with a blood all over her face. Like that's, that was against the young bucks with a, with a participant we won't name uh, as a partner. Um, but on one hand, you can go to this other organization that's really taking, you know, wrestling a little bit more seriously, but maybe getting a little, little full, a little stacked. Certain people like Adam Cole proves that you can just kind of waltz right in there and be at the top of the card. Uh, but that's, you know, that's certain people. I think Gargano is one of those people that would be heavily fe- featured. On the other hand, you got Shawn Michaels, who is your favorite wrestler, basically wanting, like, trying to ke- convince you to stay. And while it's it sucks that you watched some of your friends and and, and colleagues like lose their jobs over the last uh, last year for like dumb reasons, like you still have your idol telling you like, Oh man, you should stick around. Like we can, we can, you know, work together and stuff. Like, what would you do? I don't, I don't even know. I, 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 I mean, 
I I, th- I think you know logically I would I would jump I would I would make that jump but like I think that's I think it's gonna be a hard decision for Gargano and I, I almost kind of feel like he's staying at NXT. There's a there's a combination of things yeah. um, at kind of at play uh, for me. Uh, one I I listened to to both the uh, Talk Is Jericho and the Oral Sessions podcasts with Adam Cole, and one big thing that he kept saying was that all Shawn Michaels would say to him was, you know, as much as I would love for you to stay here, I want you to do what you know in your heart is right for you. And I think that's exactly what he'd tell Gargano. Now, on the other hand, I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a, there's a point where, where I tell myself, no, this isn't, this isn't exactly like the, the, the best place to be right now. And it's a little, it's a little nerve wracking, not know, not knowing when you're going to be on the cut list. But in the meantime, I just keep cashing those damn WWE checks. When they, they put you in the 90 day non-compete, they've got to pay you through it. Keep cashing 90 days worth of those paychecks and then go do what makes you happy. Um, I, I, I think there's 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 a whole lot at 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 play there. Um, maybe it's just me. Maybe he could find a way to like strategically work out his release where that ninety day non compete was like right as she gives birth. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then he could get ninety days of paid paternity leave out of him. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I I think he he's a wrestling purist. And at heart, he wants to perform. Um, he is he is still one of the the rare few that does get pretty well crafted creative. Um, yeah. So I don't think that that, that he's got to be terribly upset in terms of where he is work wise. Um, the the bigger the bigger thing for him has got to be just the never knowing, because um, that taller, younger, bigger guy edict. It's it's coming for him and it's coming for yeah. Champa and it, hell it's probably coming for Cameron Grimes cuz he's he's not he's not like a meathead. Um I mean you got all these guys that are just just killer killer damn wrestlers um that that would would tear it up wherever else they ended up. But yeah. you know. I mean but at least the three of them are getting. Yeah, I mean they get plenty of TV time. Um, Gargano's still getting all the the Dexter Loomis, um, you know, story crafted around him in the way. Um, I I don't know. I I think truthfully, unless unless he just he just desperately wants to go work with AEW, um, I I kind of think that it 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 wouldn't be a bad idea to stay put. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think he likes where he is, even though like, I, I kind of remind remind myself like back in the like 2008 kind of crisis and all that stuff. Like I was at a magazine company, a big magazine company and they were shuttering those things left and right. And although I was in a kind of a division that was like safe from it, from those cuts, like, it's still like, it was like, Oh, like I could be next. I could be next. I could be on the chopping block. So I, I, I understand that feeling. So. Yeah. Um, 
I, I do actually have some some highlights of things that I enjoyed this week. So I enjoyed uh, Jay Lethal versus Sammy Guevara. I thought they had excellent chemistry. Excellent um, match. Excellent. And match. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Billy Gunn uh, on television, like on not, not on YouTube, like on actual TV. Uh, it was a it was a fun match and I was not really expecting it to be uh, as fun as it was. And then uh, that elite versus Jurassic Express or or the Bobby or really undisputed era <laughs> versus uh, Jurassic Express was also pretty fun. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, the that the Jay Lethal match was fantastic. Um, there there's five or six other guys and I, I can't even remember who all I listed in that that message I sent you when I was watching that one that I, I just want to see him have matches with now. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, it was, it was great seeing Billy Gunn on TV. The man still puts on a show and 58. Uh, yes. 58 years old, still built like a brick wall. Um, we, we won't question you know, natural or <laughs> non-natural. Um, but yeah, still, still kills it. He's, he's an entertainer and he has been, um, we looked it up during that match because my mom was curious um, how long he'd been wrestling. He and Sting both debuted in 1985. Um, wow. So they, they have been in the business as just right alongside each other since since I was born, um, basically. So that, that's kind of nuts that, uh, that the man is still putting on a show like that. Um, other thing I really loved, um, not only did Daniel Bryan cut like a, I'm, I'm going to murder all your friends promo. Uh, um, oh, yeah. he, he went ahead and got the party started. Um, best part of the match to me was when he looked into the crowd and said, I'm about to kick his fucking head in yeah. and then did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, okay. He's taking the turn now. I'm not, I'm not getting the eco warrior. Yes, man. Uh, at <laughs> all at this point. Um, he's out there to, to kick heads in. And now he is on the uh, the road to killing every member of the Dark Order in their hometown. Um, so this is great. It's gonna it, it, like like we said uh, the other day when we were we were talking. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or in text. Um, you know the the Dark Order guys keep eating eating losses. Uh, really, it feels like you know the Dark Order is is some sort of bizarro version of Mortal Kombat. Uh, where you got to fight your way through each one of them to get to Hangman, um, but I mean, it, yeah, they're eating all these losses, but they're putting on fantastic matches, and I just consistently and am more and more impressed with each of these guys. Um, I I haven't gotten to see Colt Cabana wrestle as much as you know you or you know Michelle, friend of the podcast, um, have. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to the Colt Cabana uh, Danielson match in Chicago this week. Um, but those guys are awesome. Silver is just a showman. Um, I, you know, Alan angels continues to kill it. Uh, evil. Uno <laughs> had a great one this week. Like I'm, I'm a, a like I'm not, I'm not going to start, you know, throwing up the hand or buying the join dark order shirt or anything, mostly cause they all come in black, but, uh, these guys are, they continue to impress. And I, I love that they're getting as much TV time. Well, based off of people's homes towns, so we have Cole Cabana next week in Chicago. If, if we go by the Danielson, I'm going to murder you in your hometown situation. Alan angels is next. 
in uh, in Georgia, and then followed by John Silver uh, in Long Island. So like that all nice. that that looks like that the trajectory that's going to happen. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to is Colt said that uh, you know Colt and Daniel Bryan have a lot of history together, and including the fact that he was the co-star with Colt in this wrestling road diaries thing that they did uh, back in the mid 2000s back when they were both kind of indie guys just going on the road. So uh, Colt said he, he, uh, he gave AEW permission to use any of that. So I hope they, I hope they cut together some cool video package that like uses some of that old, old footage. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I'm also definitely looking forward to watching turning point and seeing this uh, brutal match between Eddie Edwards and, and the, and Moose. Um, the clips I've seen so far, I didn't watch it live, but the clips I've seen seem pretty ridiculous, especially for a, like a non-major show. Like they just kind of just, <laughs> just did all this stuff, this crazy stuff. That's always crazy to me. Yeah. So. The, the, the sunset flip power bomb off the, off the ladder through a ladder. Yeah. Uh, that, that, was, that was friggin' nuts. That was some Kevin Owens level craziness. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, for those for those listening, there were not there were zero title changes at Turning Point, but uh, based off the clips, um, Moose is, and uh, Eddie Edwards definitely put on a show. So we'll be watching that here shortly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Survivor Series. You know, whoever's left at WWE is <laughs> it's going to be in this show, I guess. Yeah, Charlotte Flair will be taking on Roman Reigns uh, in a <laughs> three and a half hour match to determine the. Um, it's a winner takes all. So this will this will determine who holds all nine belts uh, between the two of them, since they're the only two people still employed. Oh, man, I think I think what we're going to have to do, you know, I normally like using moose uh, images for this podcast. But I think just in light of everything, I got to use that image that uh, you sent me with the doctor, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the empty house with Roman just standing there with a the belt. I think that's what we had to use for this, uh, this episode. Um, so what do you got? What, what are some of these matches that we've got on this, uh, this card? All right. For, for some reason they have added a 25 man battle Royal match to this card. Not real. 25, sure. 25 yeah. man is for 25 years of the rock or oh. since the rocks debut. So that's so, why. Uh, to what, uh, all right. All right. We put a whole lot of thought into that one. Um, I, I, Jinder Mahal wins. We'll just, we'll just bypass this. Um, we'll go with Mahal, Shanky because I like Jin, saying Shanky. Jinder Mahal, who now has nothing to do because he's still employed and the guys that he's been <laughs> rap battle feuding <laughs> with just got fired. Oh. This is like the third straight round of cuts where the people that Jinder Mahal has been involved in a feud with have been the ones on the chopping block. Um, damn. Yeah. I think the only one he's feuded with that hasn't been fired is Jeff Hardy. And that's only because they don't want to let Jeff Hardy team back up with Matt. <laughs> um, all right. We have, uh, the women's survivor series match team. Smackdown will be Sasha, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Tony storm, uh, team raw, Bianca, Rhea Ripley, uh, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. So are we sure they're not going to like remove some people and change out 
have some matches in a pre-show to like change out the teams completely to I, to eliminate even more stakes from this match. I feel like they have kind of they've kind of cleared all of the the little hurdles because as of as of okay. last night, Tony Storm was the last piece that got got shuffled. Um, I can't remember. I don't think it was Naomi, but it, it would make sense storyline wise for uh, Sonya to have replaced Naomi with Tony Storm. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, in our th- this match means absolutely nothing showdown. Um, I think I think these are the these are the pieces that are in place. Still a little weird that Rhea Ripley's uh, tag team champion partner is not part of her team, but <laughs> uh, she's probably going to get cut next week. And then, you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, so Rhea There's... will just single handedly have to defend the belts. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know, man. Like uh, on one hand, I was just like my my gut was telling me Team Smackdown because it had Tony Storm on it. But then you know, like Liv Morgan's had some success recently and then Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair on the Ung Team Raw makes it a little hard, but I, I guess maybe I'll go with my gut team SmackDown. sounds like a, sounds like a good enough prediction. Um, I have no idea. Honestly, I, some part of me thinks that team raw gets the, the survivor series wins so that team SmackDown yeah. can win all the, the champion champion matches. Um, without pissing off USA network. Um, plus I, 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 it's, it's weird. Cause I've watched her lose her last like 87 matches, but <laughs> you know, they, they still keep pushing Bianca Belair to the moon. Uh, even though she, she loses at every turn lately. Um, so I'll take raw here. Uh, um, so, I'm, uh, so one more, more thing. So I'm going to say Natalia is going to be the first eliminated. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to go with Banks being the sole survivor. Well, hell, I'm going to, I'm going to flip my prediction. I think it's going to be a Dolph Ziggler situation. Mm. Natalia is going to single handedly eliminate all of team raw to win this thing. All right. So I'm picking Natalia to sole survivors. Just (laughs) run the table. Let's get that Dolph Ziggler ending in here. All, All right. right. Men's Survivor Series match. SmackDown is bringing Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin. Oh, Sheamus. And Sheamus. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Corbin thing. Just it doesn't sit well. Uh, <laughs> Team Raw will be. Uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Um, so I'm going to say the first eliminated is going to be Happy Corbin. Just with the gimmick, it's it seems like he's got to be the first to go. I'm good with that. Um, I my my gut on this one tells me Team Raw, so I'm going to go Team Raw on this one um, with. Lashley being the sole survivor. It's not a bad, not a bad one. I don't think there'll be a sole survivor this time. Uh, uh, you think it'll be I, a, a blowout? I no, I see. I do see Team Raw getting the win here. I think Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory are the last two standing. Mm. Um, they they had some some 
some chemistry uh, on TV the other night. I wouldn't mind seeing Austin Theory's goofy ass as a part of the Hurt business. I mean, he, he physically he fits. I mean, complexion wise, not so much. But <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I think it could be awesome if they started teaming together. Um, yeah. Austin Theory kind of he needs like that, like he almost needs like an RKO, RK bro type situation where he needs a real serious partner to work with to to help get him kind of over. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Team Raw, Lashley, and Theory are left standing. Then, um, oh yeah, go yeah, ahead. You got it. We will move oh, into uh, the champion versus champion matches. All right, what you got? Uh, we're going to start with RK Bro versus the Usos. Is that what we're going to start with? Yeah, we we can go with that one. Um, I'm just going to straight up say uh, Usos are going to take this one. Yep, we the ones. Yeah, the blood the bloodline reigns supreme on this show. We might as well just go ahead and knock out Biggie Roman Reigns here. Um, yeah, the blood the bloodline's going to clean sweep those two matches. Yeah, uh, there's there's no way they don't, um, because if if the Usos lose to RK Bro, Roman is probably going to come out at the end of that match and just whoop both of their asses. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, and even if we did, you know, despite all the rumors and the the filming schedules and all that, even if the Rock did show up at this pay per view, it's going to be after he he defeats uh, Roman defeats Biggie. It's yeah. not even it's not going to be like, oh, distraction. And then Biggie wins, even though this doesn't matter. He's not going to he's not going to beat him. Yeah. So. All right. That's so, yeah. got our our two pretty much guaranteed Smackdown wins down. Uh, we have Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura with Rick Boogs taking on Damian Priest. I think this could be the match of the night. I'm I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. Low key. Like, I think I think there'll be some other stupid things that happen in other matches that people talk about. But I think this will be like in ring best match of the best match of the show. Um, I think, you know, I think it could go either way. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Priest on this. I think we're, you know, it's going to be a fun match, but I think uh I think Priest is going to eke out the win here. Yeah, I do too. Uh I I think this is going to be the the clean win that Raw mm. gets. Um is going to be Priest going over. Uh he's they've just they've been doing so good and and God bless Dijakovic cuz he has he has taken some beatings and put in some work. Uh, to make Priest look like the the beast champion that he is now, um, so I I think that he you you see some more of that that new intensity that he's been showing, and uh, I think this is going to be the the one here because we get, we'll get into the women's matches. I there's there's no world where that match gets a clean ending, not with all of this extra shit that's that's on top of it. Um, Raw gets their clean win in this match, and it is it is most definitely um, probably going to be the best part of this show. Yeah. All right. The elephant in the room, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. 
I this still is so want, weird. I don't know. I want to find out that it's all a work. Um, yeah. That they, I mean, they got everybody riled up. All the dirt sheet writers got, you know, a month worth of, of crap to speculate on and pretend they had inside tracks about. I, I just, come Monday morning, I want like a photo to surface where they're like cheersing each other with margaritas, celebrating the fact that they got this work over on all of us. Yeah. Um, that said, this match will not get a clean end um, in in any way. Um, honest to God, some part of me feels like if if the rock is not going to turn up, and I don't see any scenario where it's even remotely possible, given everything he's got going on right now. Um, I think this match main events. And I think that uh, this may be where Ronda Rousey comes back. Mm. Um, it and th- there hasn't been a whole lot of inkling at all. I mean that that she was she was looking at coming back for a while now, which is a really weird thing because you know we went through a couple of months there. We're like, oh, this is Ronda Rousey could potentially turn up, and then it got real quiet on that front. Um, I, I do. I think that, that, you know, with these two back in this match, um, plant the seeds now because uh, I'm OK with you running back that triple threat match come WrestleMania. So she got she got a pregnant, right? And she got was it around the same time Becky did then? Yeah. OK. Um, so like s- supposedly she could be ready to to, yeah. to make a run then. All Absolutely. right. I mean, I don't, th- I don't think that's a terrible idea. Like, especially with kind of as lackluster that the build that they've been doing to this, you know, essentially what is a big four show. But I, you know, I think this is the last year where they, they, they fully move on from Survivor Series being a big four show next year. Money in the Bank is its replacement. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. After the Rock's twenty fifth anniversary, it doesn't have yeah. any, any like. There's not even any legacy attached to it anymore. There's zero yeah. stakes. Um, I mean, th- this this should be a pay per view where you're you're culminating, you know, King of the Ring tournaments or things like that. But there there's just nothing. Um, it's it's champion versus champion, but in the brand split, none of the belts are actually on the line. Um, the teams that win the Survivor Series matches get absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. It, I. I mean, it, at this point, these these Survivor Series teams should be built of, you know, like a top guy, like your McIntyre, uh, Jeff Hardy, put a tag team in there, and then put a, I, I think there should be a woman. I think there should be one of each of these matches, and then whichever team wins, those mm. guys are in the next in line for title shots um, on their particular brand. Um I mean, it, 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 it's it's a convoluted system because how do you how can you determine which which of the singles competitors is the, you know, going for the world and then the mid card belt. But um, you got to do something. And they've they've just sort of let this thing become kind of a just hodgepodge. How can we get happy Corbin on a pay-per-view um, sort of just it, it meaningless thing? And it's it's really sad because. 
I was thinking about it last night and, you know, last year I couldn't go with COVID. They didn't have a crowd this, but outside of that, this will be the first survivor series since what? 2015 that mm-hmm. I haven't gone to live. Um, I mean, I, I love the matches. They're, they're yeah. tons of fun. Um, you know, I was there for the, the confetti drop, uh, bro yeah. kick. <laughs> I when, was just uh, thinking about that one. When, yeah. when Seamus cashed in, like there was so much awesome shit that went down on these shows and, and the last few years, it just, they don't feel like there's any stakes in anything. And it's, it's sort of taken away from it, man. 2016, those two survivor series matches were excellent. Yeah. They included some people like Jeff, El- uh, well, uh, Jeff Ellsworth. I don't even remember what his first name was. Anymore. James, James Ellsworth. Yeah, that you know, not so great anymore. But um, but for the most part, it was just a lot of fun. Um, where's the smack or the NXT representation here? Like, I really enjoyed that being an element of it. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to you got to see like Keith Lee in the ring with Roman, and Adam Cole went off, and yeah, I mean, it was like that was fun. I guess those are matches that you're not going to get because all the NXT guys won't have jobs in six weeks. Um, so oh, at least man. we could get that like once in a lifetime opportunity to see these matches on pay-per-view. I hope they do something, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, like bringing people in for like, you know, long runs, like maybe if they don't, they're not signing as many people anymore, but they bring in some people for like, for an extended three month program. Uh, but they like, you know, they kind of start doing a forbidden door type situation where they, they bring in people in for short, short runs, but they don't bring them in for the whole time. It makes it maybe a little less predictable, but maybe you do put your, their, your title on. I mean, don't take it from Roman, but maybe you do take your title off of, uh, you know, an intercontinental champion or something like that. you put it on a, a visitor for a few weeks and make that unpredictable. I don't know. And they can still keep their budget lower um, and keep their product interesting. But I just like if if they're not going to do something like that, like it's going to get real stale here. I mean, it was already pretty stale. And, and the fact is they weren't using these people that they they've been cutting yeah. or I'm well inception of like you know, running promos for certain people. Um, but they're going to run out of options and it's just going to get extra stale and the ratings are going to go for further south but they must be getting ready to sell it because that's the only thing that really makes sense and the the other thing that i don't get like why why do you keep signing i mean some of these people that are getting cut just signed extensions i mean why why are you you're you're putting yourself out there and and just destroying public opinion essentially with all of these things why are you not just signing people to one-year deals? Let yeah. those one years expire and just don't renew people. That's just business. But you yeah. signing all of these people up, trying to keep them from other companies, and now you're just like cleaning house. It's a terrible look. And they're not stupid. I don't understand why they wouldn't find these little nuanced ways to save face, even if this was what they were going to do. Um, contracts expire. It happens. That's why there's a free agency period every year in every major sport. Um, so it, like, I, I just truly don't understand. And at least then the talent don't have to bad mouth you 
for, you know, basically having to live in a, in a, a system where you don't know if you're getting pink slipped every other day. I mean, they know when that year is up, they can plan around that. They, they know exactly what's coming. Um, I, I just, there's, there's so many things that, that confuse me about the way that they're doing this. Cause I mean, the, it, it's just like, just like MJF. He knows when his contract's up. That's why he's already, he's already building the bidding war. Um, like they signed all of those same people that they're cutting now right around that same time. So those deals are coming up. Yeah. Just, just ride it out. Your shareholders are already impressed. You don't have to fire them to, to raise your stock valuation a dollar in the quarter. Like it, <laughs> it's not helping anything majorly in the long run. Um, yeah. To like, especially shit. when you get those Saudi shows back and so yeah. you're making a ton of money off that. So yeah, just, just absolutely nuts. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, in a, yeah. in, in 2021, when public opinion is make or break, it seems like, uh, just ask Joey Ryan, who we wouldn't mention earlier. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> public opinion goes a hell of a long way at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just yeah. a piece of shit. That's not really a public opinion thing, but he's just generally a piece of shit. Uh, so I don't I, like on one hand, like, and I don't think this is going to be the case, but like, uh, on one hand, it's just like, I hope there's still, I hope it doesn't go the way of WCW. I hope they don't sell it. And then to some like media conglomerate and they're like, nah, no worries. And then they just like have the video library, but they, they cease actually yeah. operating as a company. Like, I don't want just AEW to be the top, <laughs> the, the, the one company, you know, the one major company, obviously there'll be others, but like, yeah, I want there to be good, healthy competition. So I hope, I hope something works out, but it is, it is like real shitty that people keep on losing their jobs. I'll see if I can find it. There was an article I read this morning um, where this, uh, this guy speculated, you know, I mean, it's not looking great for ring of honor um, to the point where if somebody had a little bit of money, Sinclair would sell. Mm -hmm. And the the article basically said between, between being able to probably get ring of honor pretty cheap and the slew of WWE releases that would add extra name recognition, somebody with even the remotest sense of TV connections right now, could establish a third legitimate wrestling company at this point, just on the bones of those two things. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I, and anybody, I I still keep hoping that Mark Cuban secretly a wrestling fan, just because everything he touches basically turns to gold. Uh, Even if the Mavericks didn't play real well this year or last year. um, That just, he's, I don't know. He's, in invested and enthralled and he clearly has tv deals i don't know maybe the rock gets fed up now that nia jack's got fired and he's like well shit somebody can fix <laughs> wrestling i might as well buy that shit up too like i did the xfl yeah. um i mean who knows i i really i would i i'm terrified for a world where wwe sells to uh aol time warner type um especially with ring of honor kind of teetering on the edge. Um, it cause competition is, is the only thing that helps. 
Yeah. And, and, and right now it's, it's starting to fade and I don't care how many, you know, how many million you can point to on a, uh, uh, demographic ratings chart each week for your program. If your program sucks, that number will come down. <laughs> um, and if you keep putting stale shit on TV, that number will come down. So I, I'm with you. I, Competition is the only thing that's going to keep this healthy, and I desperately want to see somebody with a little pull save Ring of Honor, um, just to, just for the sake of the pipeline. If nothing else, it doesn't have to become a, you know, what TNA thought they were um, mm. back when you know the Monday Night Wars went on. Um, I just, you just need that top tier indie house that ring of honor has been for so long now. Um, yeah. And if that goes by the wayside, I'd, there's going to be an awful lot of unemployed wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we just need something. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. One thing I just wanted a little shout out this week. So Andy Williams, AKA the butcher, uh, supposedly ripped his bicep in the match versus EC Ishii and Orange Cassidy this week. And the very next day he was playing a show with, uh, here in the LA area with, uh, his band every time I die. Uh, I think that's the name of it. Right. Um, so that's a shout out to a real champ there for like getting to wrestle, a, a which apparently he took time off his tour, uh, so he could wrestle Ishii, uh, understandably. And then also, then continue to to play on his tour with a rip bicep uh, with a rip bicep is a it's a more of a minor injury but it still sucks i'm sure so yeah it's it's a little hard to play an instrument when uh, it hurts every time you move your arm <laughs> yeah. so it's a good to him anything else you want to add uh no just uh smash that like button give us a follow uh on all your podcast platforms youtube um yeah, no, I'm at this point, I, 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 I'm fading a little bit. So I guess I guess I'm not as caught up on sleep as I hoped I was. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, hopefully Survivor Series is good. Um, I don't know. And excited, if it's not, whatever, I guess. Excited for sure. Danielson uh, Angels now that I've got the, uh, the ticket for Dynamite in uh, Duluth December 1st. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's that's the route yeah. they're going. But that, that's the logical route, like with the next couple weeks after after Chicago. So, so yeah, we will we will undoubtedly come back at some point between now and then. But uh, you know, if if schedules don't allow it, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, um, and we yeah. will uh, we will see you next time. Enjoy that that turkey, gobbledygooker.